When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast is provided by Athera Pharma and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio Network. On behalf of Athera Pharma, and we are speaking again to one of the most amazing doctors. And I, if you have been with us on our first segment, this man is very fascinating. I love listening to you and I'm learning something a, a lot. So uh, anyway, but we are with uh, Dr. Michael Mega, and he is the director of the Senator Center for Cognitive Health in Portland, Oregon. And Dr. Mega, you are amazing. So thank you so much for sharing your knowledge. And, and I love how simple you made it for us to understand. So I want to talk a little bit in this segment about treatment. Um, let's just say, for example, um, mom is diagnosed with, with Alzheimer's. Um, you know, what happens um, at that point and, and what is your standard, you know, that you, that you do or Parkinson's, et cetera? Okay, Suzanne, well, that's a great question because the field is rapidly changing in Alzheimer's disease treatment options. Um, First off, I I, I need to let your audience know that we now have biological markers for Alzheimer's disease. Uh, In the past, we couldn't make the definite diagnosis of Alzheimer's disease prior to these biological markers emerging until somebody passed away and we were able to look at their brain under a microscope. And then we could determine Uh with certainty that Alzheimer's pathology was present in the sense that we were able to see then under the microscope plaques that are made up of misfolded amyloid protein and Mm -hmm. tangles that are made up of misfolded tau protein. In fact, misfolded proteins in the brains of individuals is the common thread for all degenerative diseases, including Parkinson's disease, Lou Gehrig's disease, frontal temporal degeneration, Pick's disease, et cetera. So being able then to visualize plaque and tingle now through PET scans that uh, uh, are, are given to people in life, we can make the definitive diagnosis of Alzheimer's disease in people even before they start having memory problems. Amazing. We now know that plaque is deposited maximally in the brains of people who are on the Alzheimer trajectory about 15 years before they start having memory issues. And it's only only when we start seeing the tangles form after plaque deposition, which actually kills the cells, that we start having symptoms emerge. And so plaque is deposited first, then a cascade of pathology kicks into gear, the misfolding of tau, which forms the tangles inside the cell and then kills the cell. Furthermore, not only do we have PET scans that visualize these plaque and tangle depositions in life, 
there are also now blood tests being uh, developed that can measure the amount of tingles in the brain that leak out into the cerebral spinal fluid and then eventually into the blood so that blood tests are now being developed for identifying people who are on the Alzheimer trajectory. So that's Amazing. a huge thing. Uh, furthermore, many types of treatments are being developed to stop the misfolding and deposition of plaque in the brain, as well as the misfolding and deposition of tangles in the brain. And so it's hoped that we have for the future, a blood test that people will go to get at their primary care doctor's office when they go for their yearly health, healthy uh, yearly physical mm -hmm. that would identify whether or not they're on the Alzheimer trajectory and then institute disease modifying drugs to keep them from getting Alzheimer's disease if they haven't already developed memory problems. That's amazing. That is amazing. You know, this could totally change um, you know, the whole picture of Alzheimer's disease, because so many, you know, I know in Washington state, I don't know how it is where you live in Oregon, but I know we're one of the highest per capita here in our state um, of Alzheimer's disease. Oh um, yeah. So it's, it's kind of interesting. And, and to look at, you know, how many people are caring for those with Alzheimer's. It's the statistics are overwhelming. And yes. certainly for families that are going through this devastation um, with their loved one, you know, what an amazing thing you can do to catch it early before it manifests itself. That well, is incredible. That is, that is the goal. Uh, here in Portland, however, we don't have quite as high because this is a city where young people come to retire. Got so it. We have more young people, uh, perhaps, and, and thus less of a risk. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I guess there's a lot of differences. I guess I have heard in Washington State um, something like, I think it's close to 150,000 um, of our citizens in the state of Washington have, are afflicted with Alzheimer's disease, oh, and my. they're being cared for by over 300,000 um family care partners or caregivers. So it's, it's a big deal in the state. Right. And well, certainly obviously the, the disease affects more than just the person with it. It affects right. the whole family. It certainly does. So obviously right. we're talking about Alzheimer's disease. Let's switch over to Parkinson's. How, if someone is, somebody is diagnosed with Parkinson's, what would be the, you know, the trajectory or path on, on right. treating that? So, uh, as you had said earlier in the previous podcast, uh, there is a, 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 a related disease called Lewy body disease. Mm -hmm. And so the distinction between Lewy body disease and Parkinson's disease is somewhat uh, moot. In fact, if, when we look at the brains of individuals who have Lewy body disease versus Parkinson's disease, they, they look the same in terms of the deposition of another misfolded protein called alpha-synuclein that makes up a Lewy body. And Parkinson's patients have Lewy bodies deposited in their brain, and so do Lewy body disease patients. It's right. the location of where these Lewy bodies are deposited that produce distinctly different clinical manifestations. So mm -hmm. if Lewy bodies are primarily deposited in the brainstem or subcortical structures and produce um, 
damage to those subcortical structures, those tend to manifest first as slowness in moving, mm -hmm. as well as tremor, gait and balance difficulty. Right. Versus if they're primarily deposited in cortical structures, as well as brainstem structures, that produces more of a cognitive problem with problem solving difficulty, visual spatial mm -hmm. issues, hallucinations, as well as fluctuations in attention. Yeah. And many Lewy body patients end up having some movement problems manifest after their thinking problems manifest. And so, in fact, that's part of the diagnostic criteria in Lewy body disease that movement abnormalities tend to happen after the cognitive abnormalities. And so we would make the diagnosis of Lewy body dementia clinically if somebody had three of the following things, a REM behavioral sleep disturbance where you act out your dreams during your sleep, visual hallucinations while you're awake, and they can be little animals or cartoon figures. Sure, sure fluctuations in attention or alertness, as well as um, what's called neuroleptic sensitivity, which many people who have hallucinations are given neuroleptic drugs that are antipsychotic drugs by their physician. And some of these uh, older generation neuroleptic or antipsychotic drugs can produce uh, a locked-in syndrome that mm -hmm. shows a very strong sensitivity to those drugs, and thus it's called neuroleptic sensitivity. And so if somebody has three of those four things, uh, they are said to have Lewy body dementia uh, if their family members say they are no longer safe to live alone. Remember, right. that's the definition of dementia, no longer being safe yeah. with independent living. Now that's yeah. different from Parkinson's disease, who only 50% of Parkinson's patients will develop a, a thinking problem where their families say they are no longer safe to live by themselves, thus having dementia. Mm -hmm. Only 50%. Most Parkinson's patients don't have significant thinking problems in the very beginning of the disease when they have right. more tremor, gait problems, or difficulty initiating motor movements. Right. So you can see that the clinical distinction between these two diseases is rather stark even though the pathology in the end is due to the same misfolded protein, alpha-synuclein. Yeah, and it's, it's so interesting because I have known of stories of, of guests that have been on our show, and they tell the story of those with Parkinson's. Sometimes music, like in the gate, you were talking about gate, that there's an ability like um, where all of a sudden you start to sing a song and it's like, then they're able to pick up the gate or whatever it is. So it's kind of fascinating how, yeah, it doesn't necessarily equate to specifically dementia, but it has to do with a motor skill. And did I express that correctly, doctor? Yes, yes, that's good. Um, also, uh, the common treatment for Parkinson's disease, carbidopa levodopa or Cinemet, uh -huh. um, has very good uh efficacy in helping the slowed movement, what we call mm -hmm. bradykinesia, mm -hmm. and sometimes the slowed thinking, what we call bradyphrenia. Right. Uh, and so 
people who have purely Parkinson's disease get really good effect from Cinemet, uh, whereas people who have Lewy body disease, when they develop the motor abnormalities that look Parkinsonian in right. terms of slowness in, in uh, movement, tend not to have as robust a response to Cinemet as the pure Parkinson's patient. Interesting. So clearly, there's also a difference in response in terms of the typical treatments that are given uh, to people with Lewy body disease versus Parkinson's disease. Well, and Dr. Mega, I want to talk about in our next segment a little bit about the trial, um, what our goals are for the trial, what, and you obviously are working with patients right now and are seeing some results on the trial. And so, first of all, for those of you that want to watch our next or listen or watch on YouTube our next segment, certainly go to the website, uh, www.lift adtrial.com. That's L-I-F-T dash A-D, like stands for um, Alzheimer's disease, trial.com. And make sure you can do that. Or you can just go to shape, S-H-A-P-E, trial, T-R-I-A-L.com. Either way, you'll learn a little bit more about the program that is we're about to talk about in our next segment with Dr. Mega, and we'll be right back right after this. The preceding podcast was provided by Athera Pharma and Answers for Elders Radio. For more information about the Alzheimer's Clinical Trial, go to atheraclinicaltrials.com. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. 